journalist Larry Smith became passionate about helping people tell their life's stories. And one way he does that is by asking people to describe their lives or some part of their lives in just six words. Our sermon reading this morning consists of some examples of six-word stories that he has gathered. And Mike's going to bring this up for us on the screen, and we're going to have a chance to hear some of those stories. Down for maintenance, be back soon. Through spaghetti on wall, some stuck. <laughs> Told to marry rich, married Richard. <laughs> We're the family you gossip about. Sixty, single, rich, call me collect. <laughs> Wasn't born a redhead, fixed that. <laughs> Mom was earthy, now I'm green. Son's autism broke and rebuilt me. Class clown, class president, town drunk. Forged through fire, sustained by friendships. No future, no past, not lost. Life's GPS keeps saying, recalculating, recalculating. Obama did, now so can I. The exits were entrances in disguise. Play, 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 play. What is your six-word story? Journalist Larry Smith first became interested in stories when he was walking on the boardwalk with his grandfather. His grandfather knew everyone, and as they walked, his grandfather kept stop stopping to talk to every person along the way. And Smith said it struck him then that he didn't know much about his grandfather's story. So he asked his grandfather to tell him about his life. His grandfather, though, said there really wasn't much to tell. 
Smith could see that wasn't true. And he somehow managed to get his grandfather to start talking. And Smith says once he got his grandfather started, he didn't stop for hours. It turned out that his grandfather had plenty to tell, plenty of stories. Everyone has a story to tell. Telling stories isn't reserved for the professional storytellers or authors or filmmakers or memoirists. They do tend to garner the most attention and book sales. But everyone's journey is worth telling and worth hearing. All of us are storytellers in our own way. As writer and novelist Margaret Atwood says, storytelling is part of being human. You can't separate it from being a human being. Whether you call it professional storytelling or not, everybody is telling a story of my life to themselves all the time. After hearing his grandfather's stories, Smith became more and more interested in the idea of ordinary people telling their stories. And he started gathering people's stories by offering writing prompts. And then one day he posed a simple question. He invited people to respond to that question, what is your six-word story? And that question captured people's imaginations in a bold way. Overnight, 10,000 people had shared their stories, and the stories kept coming. And each story consisted of just six words. I've already shared some examples. Here are two more that Smith gathered. Ex-wife and contractor now have house. Dad's funeral, daughter's birth, flowers everywhere. Smith gathered six-word stories from children, too. Here are a few of theirs. And this one is my favorite of all that I read. Life is better in soft pajamas. <laughs> Another. Nine years stacked within my soul. Bears are my number one fear. This idea of a six-word story is said to have started with novelist Ernest Hemingway. Um, as legend tells it, Hemingway was challenged in a bar bet, and the challenge that was presented to him was to write a novel in six words. And as that story goes, he wrote, For sale, baby shoes, never worn. A six-word story has an incredible ability to distill a whole life or a chapter of it. The limitation to a few words 
seems to inspire individuals to get to the essence of their story. But inviting others to share their journeys, whether in six or 60 or 600 words, is really the key. Why is such sharing so powerful? Why does telling our stories capture our imagination so profoundly? Well, for one thing, as Margaret Atwood said, we are all always telling stories to ourselves about our lives. For another, sharing experiences helps us know ourselves and know that our journey counts. The writer Ursula Le Guin observes that storytelling is a tool for knowing who we are and what we want to. If we never find our experience described in poetry or in stories, we assume that our experience is insignificant. Giving expression to our lives helps us know ourselves and our dreams. The opportunity to share our stories unlocks the untold threads of our experience. It can be agony to be unable to share who we are from deep within us. Maya Angelou says, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Giving voice to what happens gives people personal agency in their lives. Storytelling empowers and emboldens it allows a person to go on despite even the most tragic of events in their personal histories. Writer Jeanette Winterson calls storytelling a strategy for survival. According to Winterson, crafting the narrative is how we allow ourselves agency in the world instead of being completely overwhelmed by the things that happen to us. She goes on to say, we are, by the writing of that story, by the way that we tell what's happened to us, giving it back to ourselves instead of being powerless within it. Story affords hope and confidence that one's experiences have significance. The various chapters of life begin to take shape. Rather than being a series of random, disconnected, and meaningless events, these chapters begin to get written and linked. And they take on a sense of meaning and purpose. The wonderful poet Jane Hirschfield explains that story shields against arbitrariness and against chaos's companion, despair. And story, she says, like all the forms of concentration, connects. It brings us to a deepened coherence with the world of others and also within the many levels of the self. Story remains a basic human path 
toward the discovery and ordering of meaning and beauty. Our religious community understands the meaning-making, life-affirming, connective power of story. This is why our community makes space for us to share, to share those stories with one another. We don't always do it perfectly, but it is one of our aspirations. In fact, Unitarian Universalism sees the sharing of and the respect for the diverse expressions of our experiences as central to our spirituality. We also honor that a person's journey is ever evolving. Right? We aren't static. Our lives aren't static. Our UU faith insists that life itself is open. Our lives are open. The trajectory of existence is open. Our collective religious stories and also our personal stories can be written and they can also be rewritten. New choices can be made. It is possible to awaken again and again and again to new truths and to new understandings of ourselves and also of the world around us. In fact, our religion asks us to support and encourage ourselves and each other to just such growth. Unitarian Universalism rejects the idea that life, that our individual and our collective existence is destined to move in a particular preordained direction. Life is in the living of it. The story unfolds. Our personal stories unfold based on the choices and the commitments that we make and also based on our ability to write and rewrite the narrative. That, of course, doesn't mean that we have control over everything, but it does mean that each of us has some freedom regarding our beliefs and our actions on what we choose to believe and how we choose to act in the world. It means that we are the authors of our own lives. Or, at the very least, that we have the ability to choose how we're going to tell the story of our life and to make meaning of our own experience. That ability to shape and tell our stories is healing, it is nurturing, it is inspiring, and it is transforming. It is also a lifelong process. So as a spiritual community, we share and also listen to each other's stories. We try to learn about ourselves and each other in this telling and in this listening try to make sense of our lives and to connect with others. To have others hear our story and to treat it with tenderness and with genuine interest is to feel that our experience matters, that our lives have value, that we are contributing through our living in small and subtle ways and sometimes in grand ways when we let that light of ours shine brightly and boldly. 
Unitarian Universalism calls us to journey together in this way, side by side, and our intention is to learn to see ourselves in each other for who we are and to witness ourselves and each other into being. This journeying together includes encouraging and supporting one another, holding each other accountable, learning together, stretching ourselves and making discoveries. These stories get shared all the time among us. You've heard a few today already, right? Maybe you heard a story when you first came through the doors this morning and you encountered another person, another worshiper, another member or friend of this community. During this service, you've heard stories and are hearing stories. When we go into coffee hour, there again are those chances to share parts of our story. This happens at educational programs, it happens in committee meetings, it happens in our justice work, it happens in our new member classes. Every time that I participate in a church program or activity, stories get shared. Some of those stories are funny and poignant. Some are heartbreaking. Some of those stories are stories of birth and death, some of joy and sorrow, some of hope and struggle, some of doubt, some of belief. Some are painfully difficult to hear. People take risks some large and some small, and allow themselves to be vulnerable by opening up about their ideas, their beliefs, their experiences, by sharing who they are. This storytelling builds connections among us. It builds friendships and kinship and community. One of the things that I notice is that when people begin to share, common threads begin to emerge in the stories. Have you ever noticed that? Some common threads begin to emerge in our narratives. And a sense of unity can grow in those moments. And that is so important. And if we listen, we listen, and we listen, we also begin to hear the nuances in the stories. We begin to hear the unique paths of our personal journeys. Because though there are common threads, we are not all alike, right? Contradictory stories, contradictory experiences, differing perspectives will arise. What an opportunity that presents to us. What a gift that is. The invitation in those moments is to learn from each other and to expand our hearts with compassion 
with generosity. These are sacred moments that challenge us to respect and appreciate our differences, to welcome our differing narratives as well as the common threads. To honor our common threads makes us feel connected. I know that I feel that way so often. But to honor how unique we each are is to live our faith in a bold and a welcoming way. As Unitarian Universalists, we affirm an openness to different and new perspectives, and our growing edge is to live into that reality. To love someone in all their complexity and uniqueness of belief, race, gender, sexual orientation, ability, or age. To love someone in all that complexity is one of the most beautiful and healing gifts imaginable. Encouragement to change and growth is another powerful gift of our faith. And it's another one that is important to mention this morning. The hope is that our encounters with another, the sharing and the listening to each other's stories, will foster our spiritual growth and development. That we will be willing to risk changing changing our minds, our hearts, our language, our beliefs. Who we are at 15 or 25 may not be who we are at 40 or 50 or 85. Our faith reminds us that we can change our stories and we can learn new stories. Sometimes we carry around a story we've been telling ourselves for a long time for way, way, way too long. We may be telling ourselves stories that are keeping us from living well, stories that are holding us hostage rather than liberating us. They may be holding others hostage as well. Author Michael Margolis says, the stories we tell literally make the world. If you want to change the world, you need to change your story. This truth, he says, applies both to individuals and to institutions. Unitarian Universalism is working to change its story. Some of the story is glorious and beautiful and grounding, and some of the story needs to change. One of the stories that needs to change, we talk about a lot here together. We are striving to tell a new story that is radically anti-racist, anti-oppression, and multicultural. We are still learning the way. It's a journey of love. 
this journey to be radically inclusive. And we are not there, not by long stretch. But we are on that journey. We are learning the way. We are at least seeing the path. morning, I want to invite you to consider your own life story. What is your story? What is your story that you can tell in six words, in 60 words, in 600 words? Maybe you need 60,000 words. You can write a memoir. Are there untold stories that need to be told? Are there stories in your life that need to be rewritten? What new stories are you writing? Exploring these questions is exciting and inspiring. It's filled with promise and possibility, and perhaps it's a little bit daunting at times. But when we tell our stories, when we begin to name what is true for us, we will be transformed. And when someone listens to our stories with genuine respect, we will be transformed. We are called to journey in this way together. It is a spiritual and human adventure. We are called to tell the stories and to listen to the stories that others have to share. We are called to write and to rewrite our narratives as a holy act. In the words of songwriter Joyce Poli, when we listen, When we tell our story from deep inside and we listen with a loving mind and we hear our voices in each other's words, then our heart is in a holy place. May our hearts be in that holy place. May we be storytellers and story listeners. May it be so. Amen. Blessed be. like a copy of the transcript of this sermon, you can find most week's messages at www.uuburks.org sermons. If you have any thoughts or conversation about today's message, we hope you'll take a moment to stop by our Facebook page and share them. And from all of us at First UU Burks, may this chalice light your path and guide your way until you join us again.